try as I may, I could never explain what I hear when you don't say Welcome to Intersections Natchez Talk Radio, a show for people who resonate with Mahatma Gandhi's quote, learn like you're going to live forever, live like you're going to die tomorrow. Today, we're continuing our multi-industry series, Love in the Time of COVID. This is Josephina, your host and the founder of Intersections Match, a global personalized matchmaking and coaching company for successful and commitment-minded singles. Trying to state the obvious, COVID has dramatically transformed reality for practically everyone on the planet. So as a matchmaker and relationship expert, I'm happy to report that our clients are embracing video technology to connect with prospective partners. They're not letting COVID get in the way of proactively pursuing their personal goals during these unprecedented times of social isolation. However, I'm finding that many singles in social isolation during this turbulence are feeling the lack of a special someone by their side, even more deeply than pre-COVID. So an innovative idea of the spicy love matchmaking hour caught my eye. With no further ado, I'm very excited to welcome to today's show fellow matchmakers Carmelia Ray and Michelle G, creators of the innovative spicy love matchmaking hour. You may have seen Carmelia on her hit TV dating show, Mom vs. Matchmaker, or even spotted her appearance on The Real Housewives of Toronto. I'm personally grateful to Carmelia for sharing her insights when I was approached by multiple TV producers. Carmelia's co-creator of the Spicy Love Matchmaking Hour is a best-selling author and relationship coach whose advice has been featured in Telemundo, NBC, and The HuffPost. Interestingly, I had the pleasure of meeting Michelle G's husband even before I met her at a matchmaking conference years ago. The support Michelle's husband demonstrated for his wife reminded me of the support I enjoyed for my husband as well. So for any of our listeners who are smart and successful women who wonder if smart, successful, and supported guys exist, they absolutely positively do. Welcome, Camelia and Michelle. Hi, uh, good morning. It's, this is Carmelia. Michelle, are you there? Excellent. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> good morning. Yeah, guys, sorry, I just unmuted everyone. And before proceeding, I'd love for one of you, Carmelia or Michelle, to introduce our other guests. I know we're being joined by other special guests. So go ahead and please introduce them yourself. Uh, sure. Uh, we have, uh, Spicy Bachelor, our mystery man, who came at the end of our show. His name is Josh. Josh, are you there? Hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Great. Good Josh, morning, Josh. We're Connell. super excited to have you on. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm excited uh, Michelle, to be here. Thanks for having me. Michelle, do you want to introduce Antonetta? Yeah. Hi, good morning, everyone. And we had our lovely bachelorette, which was Antonetta. She is um on the show as well. Good morning, Antonetta. Thanks for being here. 
Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Wonderful. Okay. So, Jocelyn and Snana, I'm really interested in your insights on this. And before even going there, I'd love, Camelia or Michelle, um, if you guys will share the clever concept of your show with our listeners. I want them to hear it from the creators themselves. So go ahead and explain the concept. Yeah, so um, it was it was kind of interesting. So I, I got the idea. I, I, I love the show, Love is Blind. Um, and, you know, being in the industry, as you know, Justine and Carmelia, you know, anytime a dating show comes on, we like to watch it to see what's happening and staying on top of things. And I was so inspired by the experiment, Love is Blind, that at the same time, I was still taking on my matchmaking clients. And I was like, okay, I have to find an innovative way to be able to still help them find matches. And so I decided to take a little bit of Love is Blind and make it my own. And I was like, you know, let me have one of my clients be one of the bachelors on the show and show his face and also, you know, preserve his confidentiality. And um, it was fun. I got an opportunity to interview him. The audience had an opportunity to ask him questions. And then I thought, you know what? It would be really great to partner with someone that I've been wanting to do a collab with. And I know someone who's going to be able to co-create and make this show so much better. And so I approached Cornelia um, with the concept. And then me and Carm, we kind of came together to co-create this. And it was really focused on being able to, to let singles know that even during this time that everyone is experiencing, love can still prevail. Love is still our superpower. Um, and it's really an opportunity for the viewers to get an inside look of what it's like to work with a matchmaker. And not just um, what it's like to work with us, but what kind of things they can expect, what kind of questions we like to ask, and also bring in an, an entertainment aspect of it. And Clarem, you know, she's been instrumental in a lot of different things and just being able to bring on um, our singles. Um, Carm has been great with her TV experience as well to kind of help shape the show. So I'm really grateful to be partnering with Carm um, on this. And I call her Carm and her Cornelius. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Thanks, Michelle. And I'll just chime, Jasmina, I'll just chime yeah, in that, um, you know, when when Michelle asked me to do this, I, you know, I, I got to say from a conversation to, I think, a few days later, if it was not the same week or just the following week, we had a show, we had a concept, we had singles, and we literally produced something together with just an idea to implementation. So that was, that is the magic of collab. I am so, uh, I live behind and I stand behind and I'm so grateful for Michelle for creating this because we now have an amazing show. Wonderful. Now, I want to hear from Josh. Um, Josh, what made you want to participate in the show? And, and tell me, you have the experience of participating. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. I had so much fun doing it. Um, I thought to myself, you know, like, first of all, I have nothing to lose by, by doing the show. Um, I'm a really kind of hopeful, positive outlook kind of guy. So it was kind of already in my nature to do the show anyways. Um, but I had a lot of fun doing it and, um, I figured, you know, might as well meet the love of my life. It's the perfect time for it, right? Absolutely. We're finding, like, I think all three of us, right, Tama, we are finding that connection, right? This is actually a really mm -hmm. great time to connect if you're healthy, if you're, um, so, and, and Tanetta, tell us about what, what made you want to participate in the show? Um, for me, um, I have been trying to date uh, online for the past month, 
because of all the situation and okay. COVID. So sure. um sure. I I found out about the show, Camilla reached out and I was really interested. I wanted to try. I've never tried anything like that or never had any professional help, I would say. So okay. it was really interesting to see how it's going to be like um, and just the whole experiment and uh, everything. And it was amazing. It was it was quite an experience, you know. I liked it a lot. Thank you. And, and Michelle and Camelia, I understand that after just two episodes, you have over 20 singles who have applied to be matched live. What what do you guys attribute this uh, this interest to? Um, I'll I'll answer quickly, and then Michelle can chime in. Uh, you know, with with the popularity of dating shows to begin with, especially being the number one rated and viewed show on Netflix over every other show, really raised the awareness of the importance of love, and everybody just loves love. Who doesn't want to stand behind that? And secondly, sure. in a time of, of confinement and isolation where we're asked to physically distance, it, it's like people want what they can't have. And, and I think in this particular case, the fact that we're in a position to help people and that other people can participate in that is really what, what is wonderful and what people are gravitating to. So I'll just say that this, this show is, is a reflection of modern day, uh, challenges that we're just it's a problem we're just trying to solve to help connect people michelle yeah that, that's really true um and and I, I agree with that i think something else too i mean if i mean let's talk about the millionaire matchmaker i think people have a certain perception and an idea right of what happens when you work with a matchmaker and i think this is also an opportunity as i mentioned before for people to really see that us as matchmakers it's not you know it, it's not just you know, we're here, you know, to be able to tell people to change. We're, we're actually helping people embrace who they are and be able to find love just the way they are. You know what I mean? Um, and they get it, they get a, a behind the curtain look of what is it like to work with an actual matchmaker and that our profession is actually real. I can't tell you how many times I've told people I'm a matchmaker and a relationship coach and people are like, Oh, that's real? I thought it was just a TV thing. And I'm like, no, if, you know, we are a real, we help people find love. There are a, a group of us who are really doing this because we want to help singles. And today, now more than ever, you know, the ability to be able to introduce singles who can virtually connect, um, without the, in, in bringing in the intimacy, the physicality of it, and really having those deep conversations that establish that friendship that is so important for a relationship to succeed forward, I think is, is um, something, another reason that I, I think singles are really open to the idea of, okay, let me, let me, let me try this. I've tried everything else. Let me see what else is out there that I can try that could benefit me. Thank you. Absolutely. Josh, let me, let me ask you, and, I, and I'm going to go to Antonetta with this as well. Were there any questions um, really dovetailing on what Carmelia and uh, and Michelle just said in terms of you know you know professional help and and you know having that aspect to it? Any questions that Carmelia or uh, and Michelle asked during this process that there were questions you may not have thought to ask um, in the past when you were exploring relationships? Any any questions come to mind that or things they suggested you think about or curious? 
Yeah, you know, you know what's funny is, um, I guess the the kind of the paradigm, at least, of my kind of dating life has changed because of COVID nineteen and all the things that have been happening. So, uh, you know, there's definitely a couple of things that that are, are drastically different. Like, like you just mentioned a second ago, like meeting somebody in real life and the physicality of a date. Like, I'm a very physical person, and it's sometimes hard to understand my personality through like a phone call or like a simple text. So, um, I found that just like the, the simple kind of the the regular day to day conversation you would have with someone through a text or a, or a phone is pretty pretty different than if you're with somebody and you can kind of read their face and their expression. So uh, for me, it's, it's kind of changed a little bit, and, and and of course the conversation topics would change as well when you can't see the person's face. Thank you, and Etna, anything um, any thoughts in that regard from you? I would have to agree with Josh on that one. Um, it's very different when you get to see the person's face uh, and definitely tells you a lot about their character as well. So that triggers different questions than if you would just text daily. So, yes, pretty much anything that we spoke about on the show was, I would say, quite different than what we would normally text each other uh, if we're just on an online dating app or just over a text. So the format is really interesting and it, it gets it uh, gives you the opportunity to see the person better and understand their character better, I found. So actually, now tell, tell me about the format from your perspective. Tell, tell me how that how that went for you. Tell me the different uh, things that came up given the format as opposed to what, what's been done in the past for you. Some questions that well, came it, up. It, or, it's, tell, yeah, tell right. That. It was, you know, what we, well, they were asking us different things and like trivia questions and uh, some okay. other more... <laughs> Personal question, um, you know, we try to keep it PG-13, so uh, be as good as possible. But, uh, I mean, those are questions that you don't really ask right away sometimes. You know, you don't really feel comfortable. But since you're on the show, it kind of shows that you're interested into building something more and finding something more serious. So sometimes when you get to talk to people, you don't really know what their, um, you know, their, their plan is for future. You're not sure what they really want. So sure. it's, it's definitely uh, having some deeper questions and something that it's really meaningful to you. It really helps to get to understand the person faster rather than just asking them, oh, how was your day? What did you do today? Like, how is work? Which is the regular thing to ask uh, normally, right? Absolutely. So what were some of those deeper questions that you were? What were Josh, weigh in, Camellia, any of, any of the four of you, weigh in with some of the deeper questions that came up. Well, you know, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Antonella. I'll speak. No, it's okay. You can go ahead. I don't want to take all the spotlight. Oh no, that you're you're the single, so we want to impact you. I I was just saying that you know when we talked about um, deeper questions, it's more like what are your values? You know, we didn't ask if they wanted. I think we actually asked whether they wanted to have children or not. If religion was important, we asked about Mm -hmm. their views on sex. Like sex meaning, would you have sex on a first date? What's your view on that? And, mm-hmm. you know, we, as matchmakers, as you know, we don't really ask people or, or advise them to talk about sex. But in the context of this show, we can probably ask some more risque questions, seeing that it's spicy love. So we want to, we definitely want to be a little bit spicy there. Michelle? Yeah. And, and I, I would say something too is that the way that we asked the questions, you know, it was an opportunity also for the, the audience to be able to ask those questions as well. You know, we would, we would pose it in the form of like, 
uh, a true or false, you know. Um, and, and we had a couple of questions that came in from the audience, like, what kind of qualities are you specifically looking for? You know, what are the things that are important? And that wasn't just from us, but the fact that we were able to incite the audience to ask those deeper questions as well. Um, I feel like was a big win and, and it gave our singles. There, there was a couple of times where we asked uh, one of the other bachelors, um, a couple of those questions. He was like, wow, that's a really great question. And sometimes even just asking people, Hey, what's a fun fact about you? And you'd be surprised how people sometimes get stumped on that. It's like, think about it. What is something fun about you? Because when you're presenting yourself, like you're actually putting yourself out there and you're marketing yourself, right? So it was, it was great Absolutely. to see how receptive and fun they were. And I'll just say, uh, Josh, I have to give, I have to give Josh an A plus because at the end of the show, uh, Michelle and I have decided to do something fun, something different. So Josh was put to the test to have to speed date live two of the lady bachelors. Antonetta can attest to this. So we gave him a minute each to approach Antonetta and our other bachelor, I think it's Alexis, yes, yes. To, to basically pick them up or flatter or make an impression. And the ladies got to give their feedback, and everybody got to watch that. And I got to tell you, I, I was so proud of you, Josh. You did amazing. And you yeah. complimented and flattered in a way that wasn't cheesy or creepy. So I'll let you talk about that. And, and that was interesting for other people to see. And, and I'm, I want to put it to you, Josh. Like, what, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, uh, well, the experience was definitely a unique one. Um, you know, being that <laughs> a show called Spicy Love, it was definitely a little on the spicy side. I think I, I'm, I don't, I don't remember, but I feel like I, with both Antonetta and Alexis, I feel like I brought up like some sort of dance moves or something. So I, I feel like it did get a little spicy in the 30 seconds that I had to kind of woo these girls. So, um, you know what? It was just a lot of fun. Um, it, it was, it was a lot of fun and, uh, it, it was a little bit almost out of my kind of realm of ordinary just because, like I said, I, I usually bank on my physicality, the way that I dress, my style, like my facial expressions. I have bright blue eyes. So it's like I have a lot of things I could usually bank on, whereas those things all take a backseat to my charming personality when you're just over the phone. I love that. You did so great. And your swagger was on point, my dear. So you did make a good impression yeah. on style. Thank you. Yeah, you did. Putting you on the spot, Antoinette, is you were the recipient of some of that. Any, um, what did you think? I, I love this. And yeah, Josh, I gotta give it to him. He did an amazing job. It was just, uh, I'm not sure how I would have done it if I was put on his shoes, but he did a phenomenal job <laughs> and really, um, you know, it made me feel comfortable. So whatever he was talking, I wasn't, um, you know, feeling stressed or anything. It was, um, he was, um, the, the the conversation was really um, very flawless, I would say, with him. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was it was different because when you put on the spot like that, then you gotta say something quick and make the other person feel good, even though you don't know them. That definitely is a is a difficult task to you know to manage. And very true. That's so uh, true. Yeah. yeah. Really, and. Thank you. And Josh, did you, I'm curious, did you learn anything, anything new about how women process while they're dating? Like anything that's experienced that you, you learned something new in terms of that? 
Uh, well, I mean, I think I think with anything that you do in life with with experiences, you always kind of, sure. I guess, you try to learn things. Um, uh, yeah, I'd say I, okay. I definitely have learned just a couple of things. I mean, I, I know I was just a, like a bonus round right. on on the show. So, but but basically, for for me, I feel like I've learned that um, the the I guess the communication beforehand before meeting somebody is actually really important to to women. I I knew that to be true before, but this kind of confirmed the fact that. I knew that you really do need to communicate um, with somebody before you like it kind of connect on that level before you do meet in real life. So I could tell that, you know, between uh, talking to Antonetta and Alexis, you know, you have to kind of create some sort of a basis to go off before you would meet them in real life. And um, I know there's there's some gentlemen around the world that I'm sure that they just tried to, uh, you know, get exactly what they want before they connect with the person. So um, that's definitely something that we're not, we're not skipping the steps here. We're, we're going through the proper steps and, and uh, connecting before you would actually meet in real life, um, post COVID, I guess. Excellent. And, and Tanetta, any, any learnings you have from the show in terms of any questions you might want to ask partners or any way to process things, anything? Go ahead. Well, to be honest, what I've learned is that sure. you need to be yourself. And no okay. matter what you do and what you say, you have to ask yourself. And as hard as it is, you have to put yourself in discomfort sometimes in order to achieve, um, you know, something uh, meaningful at the end. So, yeah, don't be afraid to ask the more meaningful questions at the very beginning because the sooner you do, the sooner you realize what kind of person you're dealing with. So, yeah, just be open-minded. I found be open-minded, ask the right questions, and um, just be yourself and be positive and very, you know, excited about what you're doing. Wait, what are some of the right questions and the meaningful questions? Tell, tell me about what you mean by that. Give us, give give our listeners an example of some of those right and meaningful well, questions from your point of view. Right. Well, to me, it's like, for example, I need to know if the person. Um, is looking for something deeper as a connection in the in the long run, or it's something that he just mm-hmm. wants to enjoy some 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 quick time with me. <laughs> so okay. I found that this is a this is an important issue, and uh, you know, like religious uh, aspects also, this is important as well. Um, as I found, uh, sometimes this could be uh, a problem in a relationship. Uh, there there is uh, other things like what kind of um, life do you envision for yourself in the future? Uh, what is your you know, sex pre- sex preferences, and there's a bunch of other questions like that that normally we don't get to ask right away, or maybe we're um, mm-hmm. shy to do, and we shouldn't be shy because this is um, this is why you're dating. This is why you wanna, you know, find out something about that person that makes you like them or dislike them. Excellent. Okay, and so what happens after the show? Tell me about so you guys both appear, then what? Then what happened? And but, Carmen, yeah. so Jen, you guys can address this. Any of this? Yeah. 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 Um, so, so post. Sorry, go ahead, Michelle. You can answer, and then I'll, I'll chime in after. Yeah. So post. So post the show. You know, we we want to make sure. Like the purpose of us of us inviting the singles is not just for the show. We truly want to be able to help to get people to uh, if they think they're a great fit for the audience to apply. Um, and we, you know, want to be able to find matches for, for the people that are on the show. So our goal is afterwards to review the applications um, and kind of stay in touch with the single and send over any matches that we feel 
are compatible with the match. As a matter of fact, just, just to, and I think Carmen's going to talk a little bit about deeper about this, but Antoinette actually made uh, a match and has an interest on one of the bachelors that was on the show. Um, so that was actually, fan, you know, something that I'll let Carm kind of dive into a little bit deeper. Uh, when, for the instance, when I had, um, one of my clients on, you know, we had someone, two women who applied from the audience who, um, are getting ready to go on a virtual date with my client. So we really do work on, you know, making sure that we are able to match people on compatibility, um, on physicality, and then be able to create that introduction virtually. Carm? Yeah, I just, you know, before the show starts and we introduce the singles, we do a little teaser of the singles, just giving some basic details, meaning, you know, the city they're in, uh, an idea of their body type, um, who they are, what they're looking for. So we already had uh, women, uh, ladies and gentlemen, expressing an interest before even meeting The Bachelor. And then on the show, when we pick our cast, um, we pick a cast in an appropriate age range. We try to see that the, the, the energy of the cast that is the singles that are on will vibe. And it's so funny because, you know, both of our gentlemen found both of our ladies uh, very appealing. And behind the scenes, you know, some of our ladies found our men very appealing. I don't want to reveal all the connections that were made or sure. not made for, to protect their privacy. Okay. But I will say sure. that you know, connections have been made and connections were made even from our first single on this show and other matchmakers who've seen our singles had sent me matches for our bachelors and bachelorettes that they're entertaining and they're pursuing right now. So this is the purpose of the show. It's not just entertainment. It's to legitimately form connection for our singles. And if along the way, we can open the doors to people to understand what it's like to work with a matchmaker, for example, the bachelor Jason, who um, connected with me, uh, had known each other before, but he had never tried a matchmaker, and he had messaged me post-show, and after a meeting had said an introduction, wow, I, I have no idea how matchmaking works. Like, this is really cool. Like, now I got to, I have no idea this even existed. So for that, I think it's a win all around. For, for us as professional matchmakers, to have a real sense, not the entertainment sense. Even on my show, Mom versus Matchmaker, very entertainment-driven, very competitive. I have a different edge. It's still me, but I would never look at a mom and go, you ain't a matchmaker. Like That's not my style. Right? <laughs> so there's entertainment, uh -huh. and then there's real life. So that's, that's what's happening right now. Excellent. And, you know, and that's so interesting because there was a flavor, too, of the collaboration matchmakers do. You mentioned how other other people have been, you know, contacting you guys with respect to the match, you know, different matches and different collaborations. So I think that's, um, that's also sort of highlighting for everyone. It's a way to get all these different worlds colliding, right, and intersecting to, to find connections well, to people. number one. So, yes. Bachelor number one, Manny, has a date with a matchmaker, a, a, a matchmaker who saw him, saw the show, and he has his first Zoom with another client. So that is one of the positive outcomes, and we've had many since, since two shows, many, many of these types of connections happening. Wonderful. And, and Josh and Antoinette, have you gone, whether from the show or any, any, any other means, have you guys done some, whether it be Zoom or FaceTime, have you guys done sort of FaceTime virtual dates so far with anybody? Um, I'm curious. Either of you? Or? Uh, I did um, have a very long 
phone conversation actually last night. Um, and okay. uh, yeah, it was uh, all because of the show. So you know what? I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give it an A plus. <laughs> it was it, it's very Wonderful. interesting how um, yeah, yeah it, it's amazing how you can actually find uh, someone uh, just by the you know you give a little bit of the qualities you're looking for in a person, right? And the matchmaker is doing his job, sure. so it kind of makes my job so much easier because I don't need to spend time and uh, looking for that person, but they find they find it for you and. It's quite amazing that they found a pretty amazing, pretty amazing match, you know? I'm pretty uh, pleased so far. Absolutely. Like, that is wonderful. And I love to hear that you, Josh, and Antonia, you guys are not letting kind of COVID stand in the way of finding love. And, and I love that. Um, I'm curious, Antonia, what, so the quality, so what, Antonia, what, Josh, would you say are kind of the top things you're looking for? Both of you. Go ahead, Antonella. In a partner. Okay, thanks, Josh. A gentleman is always. Um, I would say, as a, as a as a lady, what I would like is a gentleman. Like uh, what just uh, what Josh just did. You know, uh, qualities like that. Like they're so rare nowadays. Uh, finding a real gentleman who knows how to treat a lady right, and uh, you know, but still be spicy behind doors. Uh, but. Having that gentleman kind of qualities for me is what I'm looking for the most in a man. Have some uh, integrity in keeping his words and uh, being very polite and kind um, as a human being. Uh, you know, be very caring, thoughtful person I'm looking for. Wonderful. What about you, Josh? Yeah, um, you know, I, I I agree with basically everything Anthony said. Like, there, there's a lot of really uh, important qualities that I look for, like in a person. I think that, you know, I, I want to connect with them. Um, and yes, by the way, just to answer the last question, I, uh, I have been doing a lot of, uh, phone calls and I did a FaceTime as well. Um, you know, we're trying to schedule a, uh, an isolate or what's called a, a, a social distancing nature walk, uh, definitely minimum six feet away. So that's in the works as of right now. So, um, that's a result of okay. a phone call that went apparently 10 out of 10. So, um, but uh, yeah, the, the qualities I look for, I, I want to be able to have a laugh with someone. I want to be able to like uh, feel comfortable and have have a really great kind of connection. So um, those are things that are like super super important to me. And I think that beyond that, just somebody who's reasonable, which I feel has kind of become almost like a scarcity when you're you're talking to someone online and people seem to be a little bit more brash on through through the online platforms. Um, and then when you finally talk to them and and you get on the phone call or a Zoom call. Um, you know, just somebody who's, who's reasonable, somebody who uh, shows kindness, um, and someone you can have a, a laugh with and enjoy their, their company, like genuine, genuinely really enjoy it. So. And you tell me, and this is for the listeners to kind of also learn from, learn from all four of you. So, um, Josh, tell me what you mean about brash. How about the women out there who might be, might be kind of exhibiting as brash and don't realize it. So what do, what do you mean when you say that, um, that online yeah, some yeah. people appear brash? What are you talking about? Yeah, so I, I feel like, generally speaking, with the, the dating platforms you have, you got the Tinder, the Bumbles, the Hinge, uh, I feel like people can kind of okay. jump the gun a little bit, and they, they might be a little bit sensitive uh, in the first few kind of text exchanges back and forth, where you're trying to read the person, and based on what they look like, and based on the way that they're talking, you kind of have your own paradigm that you place them under. Um, you try to figure out exactly what their intentions are, and there's a lot of kind of judgment that happens there. 
because ultimately it's just yeah. a space and a text. It's just a, an actual cluster of, of letters and, and words put together. So you're kind of trying to figure it all out. Um, whereas, and you can, uh-huh. generally speaking, people feel a little bit more comfortable saying whatever it is that they want behind the texting, um, that they wouldn't be as quite as comfortable with if you were on a social distance walk with the person or on a Zoom call, like looking at their face. Yeah. Interesting. And Carmela and Michelle, are there any questions from the audience that you found, you know, that, that kind of, you know, either intrigued you or you found surprising or actually you, you really appreciated anything in particular that was audience generated that you thought was, you know, pretty insightful or otherwise? What I can say about the audience is that there was a lot of, and for example, Manny had shared with his, some of his people he'd be on the show. So you can see his friends going, Team Manny, okay, Manny, you know, and then oh, we've had other singles that say, said thing in single show number one, there was a gentleman from California that posed a message to our single saying, hey, would you live six months in LA um, and six months in Toronto? So that was an interesting question to get the perspective of, well, he's there, so if he's interested in her, how could this work? And then other comments mm-hmm. are really just about, um, you know, participating, showing encouragement. So from my side, what I could see from the audience is really just a genuine, um, you know, participation in what was happening with mm-hmm. the singles as if, you know, they were like invested that, that the singles had a great time and, and that they were doing well. Michelle? Yeah, I, I, I don't have any much to add other than I thought it was really great the fact that the audience was willing to participate. Um, I know people can be shy and, and I mean, our first show, we had approximately, um, a, a group, a big group of people who were saying hello and who were just, you know, dipping their toes in the water who shared this with their friends or tagged some of their single friends. That was really great too to see that the audience, um, you know, actually was like, oh, I may have someone, I may have a friend who I think this person would like. So that was really great to see that people were stepping up and, and helping out their friends and, and playing matchmakers at the same time. Oh, yeah. And then some That's of the people would say, oh, he's totally my type. Or they'd say things like right. bachelor number one or, or bachelorette number <laughs> two, give her my number. So, you know, they were they were putting themselves out there at the same time, which was really cute. Um, you know, that was that was really good to see. Well, interesting. And tell me, Josh and her, um, Josh and Antonella, in terms of um, ways, like, tell us pre-COVID dating, apart from the obvious of people right now meeting, anything different in kind of the attitudes that you see out there, whether it be on the apps you're using, any online dating sites, any other way, you know, to show ways you're meeting people. What, what are some differences pre-COVID and kind of now in sort of the attitudes and the ways, you know, have you guys noticed anything? Or? Go ahead. Uh, things I did notice. Well, the one thing is that now we all have something in common. So it's uh, definitely yeah. um, easier to start a conversation. People are more willing to open up. And uh, um, I guess you're becoming more aware of what really matters in life because many, many of the singles, they're actually living alone, like myself, for example. And... Uh, in moments like that, you really get to understand what truly matters in life and you get to appreciate it more. So I feel like people become a little more open and they're actually, uh, many of them say, wow, like this really changed my, my mind and my, my mindset. And it, it really made me, 
want to find love and somebody that I can spend time with. So I found that many people actually start looking for love more now, uh, understanding that not everything is money in life and you know you need somebody to share your happiness with. What do you say, Josh? Yeah, you know, I, uh, again, I, I agree 100%. I feel like the, the kind of the, the dating world that me and Antonetta live in right now is, is obviously very similar just from two different perspectives, the male and the female. But no, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think that there has been a lot of uh, changes, uh, I guess, post uh, or, or during this COVID time. Um, I felt like it's definitely become more tech and phone call heavy as, as compared to before, where I could match with somebody on a Monday and be going out with them on Friday. Um, so obviously that has drastically changed. We don't, we don't quite have that luxury anymore. Um, and I found that it, it actually, it's kind of, there, there's something kind of beautiful about the fact that you can get, get the chance, get the opportunity to really get to know somebody, um, a little bit deeper before actually meeting them. And actually it, it's almost changed my, my filters in which I, I have for the, what I look for in terms of meeting someone. Cause now it's not like, you know, you connect with somebody cause they're attractive or they have, you know, really nice hair. Um, and now I want to go out with you on Friday. Uh, it's kind of changed. Now it's like, I want to see what's really, let's dive down. Let's, let's see what's going on down there. And, and, you know, something that, that kind of excites me about that is, you know, I was only just a, a bonus, uh, character on this last show, but I know that, you know, between, between Michelle G and, and Carmelia, they've got some, something cooking up for me another, uh, for another episode. So, um, I'm, I'm so excited to, uh, to connect with some more lovely ladies. So. Awesome. And I'm going to, I'm actually going to press further. I, I, I love this. And when you're saying, you know, what's going on down there, what's kind of under the hood, how, how are you, how are you learning to kind of, I'm putting you on the spot for sure, but I'm, because I'm thinking you're completely up for this in terms of what, um, what, how, how do you go ahead and explore that? Like how, how are you able to kind of, you know, navigate that? In terms of figuring you know, out, you know, sort of what's you know, down it's, there. it's yeah. so funny. I I've, I've had an iPhone for I've, I've, probably a decade now, and I've never used the like the games mm-hmm. app to play with somebody like instantly, like the eight ball and all that stuff. Um, I've used that okay. as kind of like an indicator to see how playful the the girl is, because you know you just send them a random notification like let's play like eight ball on on our phone together, and just see what her willingness is to play, just uh, kind of impromptu, just kind of market out of nowhere so um you see kind of how playful they are let's see if they you know uh you know if i let them win or if i beat them and just see how they react to that like there's a certain playfulness that comes to that it comes with that so um you know that along with uh just uh, you know maybe asking like 20 questions playing silly kind of cheeky games um really diving down asking some of the the nitty-gritty questions that again you, you might not ask uh, given regular circumstances. So it's been really interesting. Very, very interesting. You'd be surprised what, what people are willing to uh, give out in terms of information about themselves during this time. Interesting. Very interesting. So thank you. Any, anything else you guys want to share about the, about the show? Carmelia, Michelle, Antonetta, Josh, anything else? Yeah, uh, this is Michelle. Um, first, I just want to thank our brave singles, Josh and Antonetta, for being on the show and taking, you know, and, and stepping out of their comfort zone and doing something different. Because I think that when we make that decision to step outside of our comfort zone, we really do see that the universe kind of comes together and things just kind of align. So I really want to just 
give a shout out to them and, and, and that. And what I would say to the audience is, you know, we are live um, every Thursday at seven o'clock at night on Facebook Live. And, you know, we invite you to come and, and, and be a spectator and participate when you feel that it's the right time for you. Um, but also, we invite you to just kind of em- embrace this time as an opportunity for all of us to, like Antonetta said, you know, we're all going through this together. And I think there's a, there's a sense of vulnerability in the air that people are more willing to kind of talk about and be more open. And you can really get to know a person deeper. So I would invite the audience, you know, if you're a single out there looking for love, please tune in, join us. Um, we invite you to come and check us out. You never know. And I say this to all my clients. You never know who you may potentially meet. And I would say now virtually. You just never know. Um, Carm? Yeah, I just, I, I ring to that sentiment. Uh, it, it's a show that is created for the purpose of allowing singles to connect. And not just if you're single, if you uh, want to play matchmaker, this is part of the the um, excitement that we have as matchmakers. Oh, you, that person you know is single and they might be shy. You can nominate your single friend. You do not have to be on the show to be matched. So this is a really important um, announcement that I want to share with singles. You can enter our private database. And on the link, it asks, do you want to be on the show? Do you want to just be matched? So we're happy to have you um, in our database to be uh, potentially matched with any of our bachelors. So I just don't, I want to encourage people that it's not just an application or an invitation to be on our show. It's an invitation to submit it for a single friend, for someone you know looking for love, that might be too shy. Feel free to fill out an application and we confidentially um, contact those singles if we have a match. That That's it for me. Thank you so much for having us. And I want to honor our two brave singles who on a Tuesday morning got up when they could be sleeping in and they're here on the call sharing themselves. Um, and to the benefit of everyone listening and for you, Jezbina, for giving us the opportunity as well. Well, I wanted to say pleasure. thank you so much yeah. to everyone as Go well. Ahead. <laughs> yeah, just, just one, sorry. <laughs> I was really excited. Uh, yeah, uh, it's really important for people, you know, to, to feel comfortable at this time and to know that they're not alone and they can still find love no matter the situation that we're living in. So, yeah, people should be brave and go ahead and embrace this as an opportunity to do something different and that's going to help them learn more about themselves as well. So, uh, definitely recommend to everyone who is single to go ahead and, uh, you know, give it a shot. Thank you, Antoinette. I, actually, to your point, you said, this is, you know, and it sounds like this is actually a great time to find love from some of the things you and Josh said, actually, about uh, being able to take it, take it kind of deeper, kind of faster. So thank you. I really appreciate all of your input. And for our listeners, in case you joined us late and would like to share this show with people in your life, I'd like to remind you that today's radio show will be archived and available as a podcast on Intersections Match's website, which is intersectionsmatch.com. And our team may be reached at info at intersectionsmatch.com. And feel free to email our team with topics you'd like discussed in future shows. So be out, be well, everyone. Thank you.
the dark. 